Welcome to the Kinky Cast, a sexually explicit podcast. If you are under 18 years of age, stop the podcast now. This is episode 191 of our weekly exploration in the kinky world of BDSM and alternative relationships. Views expressed are not representative of the management of the kinky cast. We welcome guests with opposing viewpoints. Today, we bring you Raven Rocks, transgender adult entertainer. Here's your hosts, Woody and the Beast. Thanks, Max. Welcome to another edition of the Kinky Cast. Sitting next to me is the Beast. Are you hot enough? I am more than hot. I was referring to the 100 degree temperature out there. Who cares? I've got air conditioning. Air conditioning. You're going to need it for our guest tonight. Oh, she is smoking, isn't she? She is. Woody, we have Raven Rocks with us. A film star, a cam girl, radio host, dancer, entertainer extraordinaire. And the list goes on. Yes, the list goes on. Hi, Raven. Hi, guys. Welcome to the Kinky Cast. Thank you very much for having me. I've uh, not done any radio interviews at all yet. It's all been like online or just like text version. So I'm actually looking forward to this. Well, we're certainly glad to have you as a guest tonight. Uh, you certainly have an accomplished list of things that you do. I do a few things. <laughs> How did you get started doing these things? Oh, my gosh. I believe it or not, it was just sheer boredom. Boredom? Okay. I wish more people got bored. Well, I mean, without going into extreme long stories, after coming out, after my I, I started my transition... And I kind of say I was wrapping it up. When you come out, it's it's extremely exciting. Um, you get to do a lot of things. I was very lucky. I had a lot of um, very supportive people. So it, it went very well for me. I, I really can't say that my coming out story is a bad one. Can you tell our listeners what you came out as? Because they don't know your history. Oh, <laughs> I didn't know if you had told them or not. I haven't um, told them a word. I barely know myself. I just got here. Really? Okay. Well, I am a male to female transsexual. I started out my life as obviously a boy. I spent roughly 38 years living as a boy and... At the age of 38, I decided I was tired of doing it, and I was going to live authentically, so I began my transition. And what a transition it has been. You're developing very lovely. Yes. Yes. I'm actually extremely lucky, generally speaking. I was basically, I was told when I started my transition not to expect much, because the older you get the less you're going to see as far as results. But I refuse to take that as an answer. So I want to say I've been lucky, but a lot of it has also just been sheer determination, whether it be my own or my girlfriend's. I actually surround myself with people who can get me where I want to be. You're getting to where you want to be in an adult entertainer. <laughs> Which one of these roles came first? Actually, the dancing came first. Like I said, um, after the, the newness and the excitement of transitioning, 
kind of started to fade, I started looking around and it, I felt like I had a, a, something was missing. I, I was I was missing that excitement. I have a transsexual girlfriend. Her name is Kimber Haven. She's also a porn star. She has been camming forever. Um, I had actually maybe peeked my head one or two times and on her show, but that was about it. But she was dancing. I don't know how familiar you guys are with transsexual porn. Educate us, because our listeners come in all varieties and experience levels. Well, there is a transsexual um, who's been around since, I believe she started in the 90s, named Wendy Williams. Well, Wendy is actually... Wendy's very famous, yeah. Yeah, she is. Um, Wendy is a Kentucky native. The way this all started was one night, Wendy has on the first and third Friday of every month something called the um, Kentucky Tea Girl Parties. And guys can come and they can meet transsexuals and she has people come in from out of town and she has some locals. And uh, at the time, we were just really two trans girls that didn't do anything. And uh, I I think the way it worked out was I I had sent Kimber a text to see what she was doing. It was a Friday night. And she's like, I don't know. She goes, I was thinking about going to that tea girl party we always hear advertised. And I was like, well... I think it was raining, so what I had planned on doing didn't end up happening. We were like, well, let's go. That'll that'll be something fun and dirty to get into. And <laughs> we met Wendy, and we got along very well. And within maybe a few months, Kimber started dancing, and I saw how much fun she was having. And I was like, you know what? I have no clue how to dance, but I want to do that. So... We happened to be in um, Las Vegas for the AVNs, the Adult Video Network Awards, um, last year. And Kimber said, you should talk to Wendy. She just lost a girl. You should see if she wants you to step in there. I'm not a very outgoing person, (laughs) believe it or not. But I I, I actually approached Wendy and I said, do you need anyone? Because Wendy was also there. And she goes... Yeah, and I thought I'd have like a month to get ready. And she goes, you sure can. The, the, the next party's next Friday. Yeah, I had absolutely no clue how to dance. <laughs> but you're a quick study, I, I take it. Kimber has been dancing forever, and she's like, I will come over and I'll show you some really quick, you know, stripping. There's not a whole lot to it. There's a few key moves. She said, I will show you before the party. Would you believe that she blew me I wouldn't say blew me off. She put me <laughs> off until Thursday night. We were dancing the next night. Oh, my God, I was so afraid. But I've been doing that for, gosh, almost two years now. To get back on my story, that, after a while, was starting. I don't want to say it was boring because it's always fun, but... It's like when you start watching porn and and you are just enamored by, like, blowjob porn. But then after a while, blowjob porn doesn't do it anymore. So then you want to watch sex porn. And then the sex doesn't do it. So you move on to anal and all that stuff. So it's just a progression. I ended up with Kimber filming my very first photo shoot. It was a Betty Page-inspired shoot. I was wearing a corset. Black corset, black wig, um, 
black thigh-high stockings, black thong, black shoes, everything was black, very Betty Page looking. We did a photo shoot, then we did a solo jack-off scene, and oh my God, it took me, I say 15 minutes, Kimber says it was closer to half an hour for me to finally get off, because it was actually, believe it or not, like the first time I had ever like masturbated in front of anyone else. And all this is being recorded. Yes, it was all being... In the final video, we ended up cutting it way down to about seven or eight minutes. But still, yeah, the entire video is is quite long. You begin dancing. And what was that first dollar bill going in the G-string lock? The very first... I, I really don't remember it because I was so afraid. All I remember is... The guys there love to see girls dancing for the first time. So the minute I got up there, all around the stage just filled with guys. And I'm not going to lie, that's a huge, huge, huge ego boost. So, you know, I I had fun with it. Um, I did do something wrong before, though. Um, I actually had to work that day at a, at a normal job. So I had been up. I didn't start. I didn't go on stage till probably close to eleven o'clock at night, and I'd been up since like six thirty that morning. Oh, a long day. Yeah. To, so to supplement my my awakeness, I actually started earlier in the day drinking Red Bulls. Oh. So by the time I got up on stage, I was on my fourth or fifth Red Bull, and I was hyperventilating. Thought I was going to pass out. <laughs> That's uh, supercharged at that point. Yeah, I mean, it was, some people smoke when they're nervous. Some people will drink. Usually, I'm the one driving to these. I'm usually the designated driver, so I couldn't drink. I did the only thing I could do. I got super, super jittery so badly that I almost got sick. Your first of of many performances kind of is a blank spot in your mind now. It is. Um, Like I said, I've been doing this for almost two years. I go on the first and third Friday of every month, so I'm dancing twice a month there. Plus, I've actually gone to Chicago and danced. I've gone, where else? I've been to Akron, Ohio, dancing up there. I actually dance at a little club in Cookville, Tennessee on occasion. So I go all over dancing. So it's it's like anything. I mean, how many people remember the first time they drove a car? I remember it vividly. It was a horrible thing. <laughs> I have no idea. I don't remember it. Yeah. So I just, I don't remember mine. Uh, it, it, it was all a blur. It was fun. It was scary. Um, it was everything. But... I just don't remember it. You are stroking away on your first video masturbation scene, and you're having problems getting there. So this is something that's totally new to you. You you had to encamped it or any sexy talk up to this point? Not really. And when I first started this, this trek into like porn and dancing and stuff, as far as dirty talk, I was like dirty talk inept. I mean, I, I, when I, I could not talk dirty to save my life. I just came off as very uncomfortable and very, gosh, I don't even think there's a word for it. Awkward. Very, very awkward. 
I mean, it's it's like if you've seen if you've seen the movie Talladega Nights, I felt like Ricky Bobby. I didn't know what to do with my hand. Except I didn't know what to do with my mouth. Ah, but you've got an over this because you're now got your own website with uh, custom videos, and that's at ravenrocks.com, correct? Yeah. That's rocks with two X's. Two X's. And now you go to the AVN Awards for yourself, don't you? Actually, I went again this year. I went more to support my girlfriend, Kimber. Um, she was actually nominated this year. I went just to support her, and we were going to try to film a bunch of things while I was there. I actually cam on a website called Chatterbait. I don't know if we can say that on here, but... Absolutely. Yes. Okay. And I got in touch with one of the people that that runs kind of like the events for Chatterbait, and she got me a pass to get into the AVN convention. What a good it did me. I ended up filming the entire time I was there, and I, I never did set foot in the convention. So we got a lot of footage out there from, from that weekend. Oh, God. I shot for, actually, the very first one I shot for there, and then the very first, my biggest, my first big studio shoot was actually filming for Wendy Williams XXX. While I was out there, Wendy said, would you like to film? And Wendy is actually my uh, PR person. And um, she was like, you know, I want you to film for my website. And I was like, okay, why why wouldn't I? So I did a two photo shoots and a solo masturbation scene for her. She actually put me in contact with another group. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with a website called Shemel Strokers. Some of our our listeners undoubtedly will be. But I ended up doing a shoot for Shemel Strokers. um, And the actual, the owner of Shemel Strokers is the one who actually shot me because he was there. I ended up shooting a video for woodrocket.com. It was called Ask a Porn Star. And it was just where they ask porn stars lots of different questions. And um, I ended up doing that. We actually, Kimber, myself, and gosh, this is going to take explaining. I am actually in an open polyamorous relationship with Kimber Haven. And Kimber Haven is married to a terrific, very, very sexy Hispanic woman named Lexis Steele. You can find her on Twitter. Um, and it's L-E-X-I-S and Steele, just the way it sounds. She's super hot but we all have our own production company called bad girl mafia i also filmed a movie for our website or our our production company with a girl who's local to las vegas her name is julie rocket very very sexy i met her at uh the avns two years ago at a place called the studio i'm walking through the room and Kimber grabs me and she goes, Raven, Julie, Julie, Raven. And I'm like, ooh, because Kimber knows I like genetic females. This was a sex club. We found that out when we got there. How convenient. <laughs> yes. And we ended up in a room. And the way they worked it was if, if the door was open and the little yellow chain wasn't across the door, anyone could come in and join it. If 
the little yellow chain was up and the door was open, you could watch. And obviously, if the door's closed, you want privacy. Well, we had the door open with the little yellow chain up, and I went to town on her and had so much fun that I had to do it again this year. So we had actually arranged for me to film with her. And we had also arranged for me to film with a male porn star called Thor Johnson. Thor, that sounds intimidating. Yes, but he was really Thor afterward. Uh, oh. No. I, I was Thor. First 38 years, were you quite the slut as you became? No, I was actually married for... <laughs> 19 years to a woman. And any bisexual experiences along the way? Not really. Well, you are putting me in a corner here. <laughs> I'm sorry. We can we can take this away. No, it's fine. It is perfectly fine. I'm just having fun with it. I actually um, had kind of a bisexual experience when I was 13 years old camping. You know, at that age, you really have no clue what anything is. So you're very open to suggestion. And I was trying to get the attention of this girl, and I couldn't get her attention. We were kind of all running around in a group. And I had this guy who was going to show me how to kiss so I could get this girl. So next thing I know, he's like kissing me, and I'm freaking out. And the next thing I know, and... I can't even believe I've actually written this down. I've actually said it in written form, but I don't think I've ever actually had it come out of my mouth. I ended up blowing him. <laughs> oh, my. Now, we fast forward 25 years, and all of a sudden, sexual horizons have opened up for you. What had happened was... It was 2014. My ex had actually found, and this is sad, she found some of my overflow clothes that I was keeping hidden. That It's sad because it was all the ugly shit that I never wore. So here, not only is she thinking, my husband's a cross-dresser, but she's thinking, my husband's a cross-dresser and he can't dress for shit. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, now that's funny. By the time she found out, I had already started hormones trying to keep trying. I don't even know what I was trying to keep going because I knew it was going to fall apart the minute she knew everything, but I made it last another year. And then by it was like Christmas of 2015, right around Christmas, it got to where I had developed 36 or 38 B breasts. And I couldn't hide them anymore. And she finally said, what is going on? And I finally, I broke down and I told her everything. And within a week, I moved out and I was living on my own. Then you get the girlfriend and make a new existence. Well, that's kind of a whole sordid affair. Um, I knew Kimber before I ever met her face-to-face. We knew of each other on Facebook. Um, face Things like Facebook and back then Tumblr and Flickr and stuff like that were really good places to network, I guess, if you want to call it that, with other T-girls who maybe haven't come out yet. And that's what Kimber and I had done. We knew we were fairly close uh, geographically. 
and we had talked a few times, but we had never met. Well, when my marriage fell apart, Kimber kind of saw that in my in my posts, and she had actually approached me and said, hey, if you ever need anybody to talk to, I'm here for you. And if you'd like, I can go, oh, my God, if I go into the story of our very first meeting, it will. We will save this for another podcast. Let's fast forward. What did Thor bring to this shoot? Thor brought a, oh my God, he's, he's not super long. And when I say not super long, I'm, I'm talking like, like ridiculous porn standards, not normal. Um, he, he's like eight or eight and a half inches, I think. But think of a, of a cock that's almost as big around or actually a little bit bigger around than a Red Bull can. OMG. Okay, that hurts. <laughs> How does a nice girl like you prepare for that? What you're going to find out talking to me is I am OCD about everything, so I have a specific way I have to do this every time I film. First thing you do is I have something that and I actually stole this idea from my girlfriend called Big Blackie. And if you're familiar with like the douche bottles, it's like the douche bottle on steroids. It makes a turkey baster look tiny. Oh, and this is and this is the first toy. Yeah, yeah. It's it's if I'm remembering right, it actually holds like 14 fluid ounces. So it's it's quite large. That's about twice the regular end of a bottle. Yes. And the piece that goes up in you is, oh gosh, I'm trying to think of what, it's probably about as big around as the mouth of a plastic bottle, like a Pepsi bottle. The, the shaft that goes in you is about that big around. And we just start shoving, I say we meaning every time I do it and every time she does it, you shove it up in there till nothing colored comes out anymore. <laughs> <laughs> till you're squeaky clean yeah still you're squeaky clean then what i do is um usually then is when i jump in the shower make sure i'm completely clean head to toe that way nothing that may have errantly splashed away is is there for the shoot i wish more people would do what you do just for regular sex if you want to be clean, you kind of have to. Like with transsexuals, there is no backup. With genetic females, if if she's having her period or something that makes it to where you can't use the vagina, if she's anally inclined, there's always a backup. With transsexuals, there is no backup. You get one or you get nothing. All right. So you are squeaky clean and you got Thor and the makeout starts. And had you met Thor's appendix yet? Oh, yeah, yeah. You had an idea of what, what you were getting into. Yes, because up until then, um, I knew Thor, but I'd never filmed with Thor. But Thor, I had been in the presence of Thor while he was filming in the past. <laughs> actually, multiple times. So I knew what we were going to be working with. Um I was actually supposed to film with Julie and then film with Thor while we started running low on time. So I ended up, they came up with an idea to save time. We were going to film all three of us together at the same time. 
Oh, wet dreams come true. And, oh, do you want to know who was more savage? It wasn't Thor. It was your female counterpart? Yes, Julie had a strap on, and Julie made me bleed. Thor did not. Julie made me bleed. She felt horrible when we were done, but I was like, why? It was fun. You are a sick woman. I love that in a woman, by the way. And we do appreciate that. Yes, we do. Not only did I get my ass pounded for probably 45 minutes, but this is actually the way it went down. We filmed that. I got done. I had about 45 minutes to fix my wrecked ass face, throw on a gown, and head out to the AVN Awards. (laughs) So I am heading to the AVN Awards, walking around the Hard Rock Cafe, trying my best not to like queef because I'm like super, super loose and full of air. And it's like, God, I <laughs> this is a side of, of porn. We never hear about And it is so real. I just love it. Now, Raven, you are also a co-host of a radio show, weekly radio show. Is that right? I am. Yep. It's called the totally inappropriate radio show. It airs on, um, Actually, it airs on our website, it's tiradioshow.com. It's also, it's actually hosted by a website called Demon Seed Radio that you can also listen live on there. You can find us on uh, YouTube. We actually videotape the shows. So if you want to see what we're actually looking like when we talk about this stuff, um, it usually takes a few days, but we do our show from 6 to 8, like I said, on Saturday, and it's usually by Monday or Tuesday. Um, it's usually up on YouTube. It's it's never the entire show because I think YouTube limits you to somewhere right around 60 minutes, and the show is two hours long, but you actually get to hear all the highlights. You get to hear things like dildo bug out bags and I think we have something for our listeners to punch in and dildo bug out bags. I like that. My mind just boggled on that. I love it. it, It's actually, um, I got accused of carrying a bag with dildos in it everywhere. So the very next show, what did they get me as a gift is what they called a dildo bug out bag. And it was a big military bag full of dildos and lube and toilet paper and (laughs) <laughs> I have a smaller one. It's called a warm, and we've talked about it on the show before. It is a little folded up bag that you can plug in, and it makes all the dildos warm. And it's a wonderful thing. Check it out. Experiencewarm.com. It's wonderful. One of the things I do to get ready is, well, once I'm clean, I take a dildo, and I get it nice and warm in the sink. And I insert it, and I walk my ass to my bedroom, and while I'm putting on my makeup, I'm sitting on a six-and-a-half-inch dildo to get me nice and loose. <laughs> the, the things you have to do, Dude, it is just... Yeah, yeah there's so uh, much work that goes into those cam shows, listeners. They, <laughs> they aren't I'm just smiling from here to here. This is fun. What is in the future for a raven? Actually, we just got back from the X-Biz Awards. I was nominated for Trans Cam Performer. I don't know if it was of the year or what, but we just got back from that. We are actually going to be heading to FetishCon in St. Petersburg, Florida. 
we're going to be filming there. Our, our production company, we're taking everything, all our lighting, our 4K camera, we're taking everything. Um, we're collaborating with a studio down there. Um, God, I hope I get this right. It's called, if I'm remembering right, they're, they're on Twitter. It's called Black Sun Video. And um, what we have lined up so far is there is a transsexual who I think she lives down that way, and we should be filming with her. And from what I've been told, because Kimber, my girlfriend, likes to pick on me about how much my penis has shrunk from hormones, that I'm the bottom bitch, and I'm going to be pounded by two transsexuals. So, And she says with a smile, right? <laughs> I never said I didn't want to. <laughs> So you got a busy fall of of making new content coming to our listeners. We're in the process of opening up our own place for doing our filming. That is fun. Lots of painting. If you were to look at my fingernails right now, they they have some paint on the undersides that I could not get off. We have one room specifically made for like like real raunchy sex scenes, and I picked out the color, and it's like Cherry's Jubilee. Woody, I'm hearing road trip. <laughs> I, I'm ready anytime. Okay, Raven, thank you for joining us today. Listeners, we will be back with Raven because she has a great story about coming out and the process. So they'll be coming at you in the future podcast. We've been talking with Raven Rocks today, ravenrocks.com. That's two X's. And Raven, it's been a pleasure. Well, thank you guys so much. I really appreciate this. Like and a I lot said, of fun. Good, because I had a lot of fun doing it, too, even though y'all didn't let me talk very dirty. We didn't stop you. We didn't say you couldn't. Every time I started down my dirty holes, you guys stopped me. Oh. That we, was unintentional for sure. Shame on us. Yes, yeah, thank us. Yeah, well, you'll please, have, please, we'll save please that thank for us. the next show. Yeah. Okay. All right. Thank you, Raven. Thank you, guys. You have been listening to episode 191 of the Kinky Cast. For more information about this show, go to kinkycast.com. The Kinky Cast is a production of Rooster in the Round. On behalf of all our Kinky crew, I'm Max. See you next week when we visit with the people of leather.